0: Philly, you are so wonderful and interesting. You deserve a local news podcast all your own. Check out the Johncast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. I'm Matt Leon. The Division Three Penn State Abington baseball team is having quite the season. A 31-9 record under first-year head coach David Miller heading into the United East Conference Tournament. And the Nittany Lions have scored more runs than any Division Three team in the country. They average an absurd 12.7 runs per game obviously the lineup is loaded, but leading the way is a senior having an incredibly special season. Ryan McCarty is a Pensbury High School product who is putting up video game numbers. He leads the nation with a 552 batting average. He leads the nation with 27 home runs. He leads the nation with 85 runs batted in. Once again, he did all that damage so far in just 40 games. Last week, he hit four home runs in one game, a win over Gallaudet, an infielder who also pitches, McCarty was also recently named the United East Conference Player of the Year. I had the chance to catch up with him and talk about a truly incredible season. So to start, I mean, just how much fun has this season been on a team basis, an individual basis? Your stats are through the roof. The team's offensive stats are crazy. I I can only imagine how much fun this baseball season's been.
1: Oh, it's been enjoyable through the whole thing, honestly. And I think um, having the, uh, the bond this team has is what makes it all fun. We're a really close team, so we're all best buddies on and off the field. It makes it uh, even more enjoyable to see everybody succeed the uh, the way they have this season. A lot of these numbers aren't even possible without the, the other guys around me, too. Like the RBIs and runs, yeah, it's, it's, it's great, but I'm not going to get that RBI unless the guys in front of me are getting on. And same with the guys behind me driving me in. It's been incredible. So day in and day out, we're putting in this work together. And we've enjoyed the, every second of it.
0: Has baseball been a passion for you since you were a little kid?
1: Ever since I was a little kid, yes. I, I started playing about when I was uh, five years old now. So uh, it's been about 18 years of playing, and um, even, even sometimes when I'm with my parents, we'll bring up some baby pictures in the cradle, and there's like this, uh, this baseball that's a stuffed toy and stuff like that. So it's actually always worked its way into my life.
0: When did you, growing up, kind of realize that you were better than a lot of the kids you were playing with and that maybe you were going to be able to take this further I think everybody dreams about playing college baseball and stuff like that. But when did it start to crystallize for you that, you know what, maybe I might be able to do this.
1: You know, it actually, it took a long time. I'd always believed in myself when I was younger. And I I still believed in myself entering high school. Like I I think I may have finally hit a hundred pounds during my freshman year in high school. So I was never like this, like bigger, more outstanding kid than anybody. Um, Me and my dad always, me and my dad and my mom always worked on the little things. Uh, like squaring up a baseball, uh, hustling out ground balls. So we always focus on the minor details. And um, honestly, it didn't even become like a, a real thing until college. Um, when I got to speak to my first scout, I was like, "Whoa!" You know, I kind of, I, I somebody somebody sees what I'm doing, and they like it, and it may be a possibility at the next level. And that was about freshman freshman year or sophomore year. I was. Uh, of college that it was like i may be able to do this i've always wanted to um i've always believed in myself doing it but it it took some time to really be like hey this is a chance This this is a real shot at doing
0: this you pitch i mean obviously we a lot of focus on your offensive numbers and rightfully so but you also pitch do you consider yourself a hitter who can pitch or a pitcher who can rake it's
1: it's definitely it's always been the hitter i've always fell in love with hitting first um I usually like taking the mound just as another competitive edge. Like, I love giving my team the best chance they got. So, um, if I got to hop on the mound sometimes, I I 100% go out there for them and give it my all. But it's definitely been more of the, uh, the hitter thing before pitching.
0: But I'm curious, having pitching as you're doing this and having that in your repertoire, how much does that help you at the plate? Because you have that mindset of how guys would try to get you out and how to attack things. Uh, you can kind of reverse engineer things that I would imagine a lot of guys that don't pitch don't have that in their toolbox. Hundred
1: percent. I think it's been a big advantage knowing how pitchers approach um, every kind of hitter. Like, like uh, maybe this guy uh, is a contact hitter who stands on the plate. Um, but he hits. But he hits. Some people sometimes they'll stand on the plate um, to get you to think. Hey, try to throw me throw me in i can't hit that i'm gonna outside pitch is what i like and then all of a sudden you try to pitch them in and they they turn on it so there's certain things hitters try to do that mess with the pitcher's mind and and so from pitching i've developed this idea that sometimes when people are standing in the box in certain areas it kind of allows the pitcher to think hey this is their weak spot when it's almost quite the opposite so it's helped me um get into pitcher's minds, certain, certain counts. I'll stand closer to the box, closer to the plate, away from the plate. Uh, Even moving up and back in the box sometimes throws them off. Um, And it's also helped me develop a a better idea of the strike zone. Plate discipline is definitely one of the most important things while hitting. Um, So being able to see the strike zone from two different uh, points of view has been a great help. Even, even games when you pitch. Um, and, and I pitch and hit at the same time, it's, it's also great because I get an understanding of, hey, this, this umpire is calling this and that, and it's great to relay to the whole team be like, hey, expect a, little, a couple of balls off the plate, you know.
0: You went to Pensbury High School, correct? Correct. Why psu Abington? So psu Abington.
1: it was – I've always loved Penn State, um, and my original idea was that I wanted to play at main campus. I always wanted to. Um, and I came to Abington. It was a beautiful campus, too. It's also really nice here. Um, and I came to campus and I kind of started to I liked it more as I went there. The more I stayed, the more I, I fell in love with having like a smaller class was actually nice, too. You get to meet the professors and have a connection academically. Um and and I also met great coaches here. Coach Kopsky he was originally here, and then uh, Coach Brooks and Brown were our original coaches. And so I fell in love with not only the school but the program as well. And um, that's when I was like, you know, what? I don't really need to find myself anywhere else. Even uh, after last after last summer, I would, you know I wanted to take the the extra year here. I just really liked it.
0: You have always put up very good numbers, specifically at the plate, but this year. This is like X Men level of success here. I mean, you're gonna, it looks like you could win the Triple Crown for Division Three, like not in the league, not in the region, like in the country. And it's not close. What has, and to your point, I'm sure, like I said, up and down, you guys got guys that have a lot of numbers, and that obviously plays into it. But has something else, other things come together? that have allowed you to hit over five fifty and hit 27 home runs in 40 games? Like what else is at work here?
1: Definitely. So I always, I'm always going to say like, of of course, I always work on my mechanics uh, in hitting in the off season. um, I tend not to think about mechanics in season. It just messes with your head too much. Um, But I always compared my, uh, my swing in the off season to certain big leaguers. Um, And of course, working out getting stronger, but that's, that only makes up about, like 10 to 20% of your actual success at the plate. Um, The biggest cue um, for other people is, is the mentality you have at the plate. Uh, The biggest thing I tell myself and some of the guys always say it now because they're starting to get it is that every game you play is opening day. Um, Because when you go to play opening day, there is no past. So there's no, there's no yesterday. There is no O for four. There is no, you know, you just go out there and get to to have fun and be free from your own mind. Uh, we tend to our mind tends to think about the future, and being like, "Oh, what if I go 0 for five, or what if I go five for 5? But that's still setting uh, this this sort of pressure on yourself. You have to play every day as if it's if it's a new game. And I've been trying to do this for my past four years here as well. I start. I learned this mentality from uh, one of my first coaches, Coach Brooks. He taught me the mentality. Uh, Ken Revisa of St- and Steven Springer, who are guys I follow a lot. But this, so it took time to really understand what separating pitch by pitch really does for your game. So even though there's there's, there's been games where we are blowing the doors off a team, that fifth or sixth at bat in the game is still very serious and very game like, as if like I've been able to train my mind to think this is like this at bat, we need a, we need a man on for the, our championship game. Like it's, it's taken a lot of time and even applying it in batting practices is something to do. Like if you have a bad swing in batting practice, it is frustrating, but you have to understand like how to quickly get over that and, and forget what has happened. So that, that approach is, I can't stress enough how important it is and how game changing it is. Um, because, it allows you to play so freely every day is opening day and it's, and you feel great when you're hitting at that point.
0: I know the lineup is loaded, but deep down are, are you surprised teams are still pitching to you like they are? I mean, we're talking about the success you're having your last game. You hit four home runs like that, you know, it would be one thing if that was early in the season and then everybody's like, all right, we're we're bouncing this guy in the dirt, and we'll take our chances with the next guy. Is there a part of you that's surprised you're still seeing the pitches you're seeing? Um, I don't know
1: how to put it, other than I'm loving it because uh, hitting <laughs> is really fun. <laughs> I just want to be able to get there and, and get the pitches to hit, which is great. Um, but I guess you could say it's it's a little surprised. But like when you have like it's that one through nine again that I'm going to keep bringing up because I don't have an, any any other answer because there's actually been there was um. One time earlier in the season, I think we we're playing a uh, Lancaster, and I got intentionally walked. It was a uh, second and third, I think, and I got intentionally walked. And first pitch to the next kid, Tim Petroselli. First, first pitch, no joke. He get, he hits a grand slam. So it's like, what are you gonna do, you know? So it's like, might as well take your chances with with any of these guys. It's gonna be the same thing, and they're really good hitters. And there's that one through nine is a big help.
0: Hey, but to that point, on the other side. Talk about the discipline it takes to not go fishing, to not get frustrated if you get intentionally walked or the times that they do want nothing to do with you. I, I would imagine it's easy to fall into that hole of trying to make something happen every time, but allowing to take the walks and, and take and, and take the at-bats where they want nothing to do with you and not try to force something and get yourself into bad habits.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. That, that's going to bring me right back to the uh, mentality uh, practice. There's so many... Different things I practice, and that sparked. Uh, that that was one of the things I always talk about too. Is that you don't just have like your five at bats in the game. It's um you have forty five at bats throughout the game, and that's like, like your entire team. So when you start to think of success in that sort of sense, it, it it's almost as if your couple of bats during the game are are non existent or not as important. Yeah, it's important to do good in your own at bats, but it, like. When you think about it from that aspect of having so many at-bats in one game because your whole team is hitting, um, it allows you, again, to have freedom and, and not fall into that trap because that is very easy to fall in that trap. But I've seen a lot of good hitters kind of get a little too aggressive like that because they just want to do so much by themselves when in reality the next guy's going to have an at-bat too. And there's there's nine innings, nine guys hitting. That's That's a lot throughout the game, so –
0: Talked about the home run numbers. Do you consider yourself a power hitter? So that's a good.
1: That's I. I, I really don't. I, I wouldn't consider myself a power hitter. I think I've just allowed myself to do a, a better job this season. Of when I got that pitch to hit, I didn't miss it uh, because of that mentality. I, I had less on my mind, and I was so clear at the plate. Um, I know I've gotten stronger over the years. I, I've always been able to hit some doubles here and there like hit a good amount of doubles and i think they just started to climb and get a little farther out in the outfield which just happened to turn into home runs uh, i've always i always work on uh low line drives and gaps because that's how you're going to beat them i mean four four infielders and three outfielders so uh, I, I try to aim for those gaps and, and try not to miss them there was one point against the Del out though there was four outfielders out there so that was a weird that was a much different approach there I didn't I I was like all right I'm gonna go ground ball to second base here
0: (laughs) what do your teammates say about what you're doing I mean like there's a lot of guys that are putting up very good numbers but yours are different I mean do you ever kind of get like head shakes in the dugout when you come back like almost a disbelief yeah there's been
1: a couple of times where like they'll just start giving you the silent treatment to mess with you and have fun with it because uh, they're like can you do anything different this time you know they'll, they'll try to mock me and they have fun with me because i'm the, i'm their i'm their best friend still so i'm their buddy and they love messing with me so it's it's been a lot it's actually brought up a lot of funny moments throughout the season where they just love messing with me and it's it's brought a lot of good memories and a lot of good times together
0: i know there's still work to do for this season but are you looking past this for professional baseball at some level
1: uh no definitely not this is i'm very locked in for this friday um because friday's opening day uh first game of the year um but so that's i I, I, this team deserves more than a regional uh we've only been there once and to go there and we really need to get that first regional win um, I know that, so I am talking in advance there, I guess, for uh, the regions because we still have these games this weekend. Um, so we do need to just take care of business this weekend because we're going up a good, up against a good Lancaster team, and, and um, Harrisburg has two of the, the best pitchers in, in D3, let alone our conference
0: that will do it for this bonus episode of one-on-one want to thank ryan mccarty of penn state abington for taking the time to chat penn state abington by the way opens the united east tournament on friday against lancaster bible college you can follow the show on twitter at one-on-one pod you can follow me on twitter as well at matt leon 1060 thanks for listening